as we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Live on a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Tappas. On this week's show, we're talking pornographic parodies, we're talking Batman, and we're talking the 12-minute run. It's episode 3.26, Spellbound. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 Natar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Kappas here. Welcome to this week's episode of The Target. Welcome back, too. I apologize for no episode last week. I decided to take the Easter weekend off. I hope you all had a happy Easter and you are now fully stocked on cheap Cadbury cream eggs for the rest of the year. Ah, so it's weird. You know, it's... There's lots of crazy things that come across my desk at work because we have these uh, special prep services for radio announcers and there are things that frequently come across my desk. While I know they're probably too racy for a general audience, it's just I got to share them with someone. You know, what came across my desk the other day uh, was a complete recap of all the porno parodies that uh, Hustler magazine will be producing this year. Uh, so let's see here. They got a porno parody of CSI on the works. Um, they have a porno parody of Avatar. Something tells me they're going to need a lot of blue body paint for that one. And a porno parody of I Dream of Genie. Not even the classics are safe. It is just crazy. I don't know what happened here, but somehow all these pornographic parodies have gone mainstream and they actually get coverage on like Entertainment Tonight and your TMZ and all that. I think it all kind of started with uh, that uh, pornographic film about uh, Sarah Palin. Remember who's nailing Palin? That was kind of the tipping point. Once that broke, suddenly all these porno spoofs now are getting mainstream attention. Probably the one that got a lot of attention, at least for nerds like me, was about a year ago this time. Uh, Hustler magazine released a porno parody of Star Trek. That actually got a lot of coverage on all my uh, Star Trek film websites because of its incredibly high production values. And from the screen grabs I saw online, yeah, it was a pretty faithful recreation of the original Enterprise set. Uh, I don't know, it's just... You know, I should specify here, as I said, this is stuff that just comes in my inbox every morning because the company signed me up for all these radio station prep services. I have to add that disclaimer, else you might think I'm uh, some kind of porn fiend. You know, I spend all my days at work just looking at porn. And I just want to say I don't do that, okay? As you all know, I'm 32 years old, never had a girlfriend, so I'd like to think that my interest in sex has become a scientific curiosity. This is all research. At least that's what gets me through the night. Anyway, let's play some music now. I've had lots of crazy late 80s pop stuck in my head recently. So here's some Belinda Carlisle on the card.
Belinda Carlisle, leave a light on for me on U62 The Targ. Afternoon, Mark Tapp is still here with you, and I am so excited. I finally saw one of the most anticipated episodes of Batman the Brave and the Bold. It's called Chill of the Night. I think I've talked about this before. Batman the Brave and the Bold is the latest Batman cartoon that's on. Uh, every episode features Batman teaming up with another superhero, it's uh, meant to be a more lighthearted take on the Batman mythos, and of course, people like me are just geeking out over it, because for a lot of B and C-list superheroes in the DC Universe, it's their first time in animation. So anyway, I saw the episode Chill of the Night, which was just an amazing episode. For a show that's a lighthearted take on Batman, it was surprisingly a very dark episode. So what it is, it opens in this otherworldly nexus, right? And we have two supernatural heroes of the DC Universe having a conference. We have the Spectre, who is the Spirit of Vengeance, and the Phantom Stranger, who is the Spirit of Justice. And they're talking that Batman is about to face his most difficult case. Will Batman give in to the Spectre and become an agent of vengeance, or will he continue the path he's begun and follow through with the Phantom Stranger and be a, a force for justice? So what is this dark case that Batman is on? He has finally tracked down the man who murdered his parents and was thus responsible for the creation of Batman. See, that's always the fun thing about Batman. He's got such a dark origin. So many dark alleys you can explore in his origin. Can you do something like that with Superman or Wonder Woman? Probably not. But Batman, such a dark origin, so many dark corners to explore. And, of course, uh, what really made the episode good and highly anticipated by the fan community was the great gobs of fan service in it. Let me run through the guest voices here. <clears throat> so, the Spectre, Spirit of Vengeance, voiced by Mark Hamill. Luke Skywalker, also the Joker on Batman the Animated Series. Phantom Stranger, voiced by Kevin Conroy, who voiced Batman back on Batman the Animated Series. We have flashbacks to our young Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's father, voiced by Adam West, Batman of the 1960s. Bruce Wayne's mother, voiced by Julie Newmar, Catwoman from the 1960s. And it was written by Paul Dini, who is, you know, one of the main creative forces of Batman the Animated Series, and generally regarded as one of the best Batman writers in the past 20 years. So there you go. Chill of the Night. Very good episode of Batman the Brave and the Bold. I highly recommend you check it out. Hey, have you guys heard? U62 The Tar with Mark Jathis. Seriously, everybody, you gotta check this out. Available online at chaosinabox.com Who are you? I'm just some guy who's telling everybody about it because it's so amazing. U62, the Tar. Be sure to tell everyone you know. See ya.
Candy, under your spell on E62 The Targ. Afternoon, Mark Campus here, and I'm just about out of time. You know, there was something very special about the songs I played in this week's episode. Uh, they are both songs that I heard quite a bit back in junior high when I was doing the 12-minute run in phys ed. I don't know why. I've been thinking about that uh, quite a lot lately. You know, out of everything I did in school, everything that I thought I will never need this when I grow up, the one thing that still strikes me as the most pointless is the 12-minute run. I mean, you're literally running in circles for 12 minutes. So I've been sitting here doing a little uh, research. Apparently, the 12-minute run is a valid physical education test. Its scientific name is the Cooper test, and depending on how far you run in 12 minutes, they can actually determine how fit you are. So since we usually did it back in junior high around once a month, I guess that was just, you know, like the test we had to go through. But still, you know, utterly pointless. And songs like that, ha. Huh? Songs like that were always cranked up over the uh, gym's loudspeakers. Uh, it made the time passing a little more tolerable. And it was usually, you know, songs like that because the uh, ghetto blaster was manned by the young ladies who weren't participating in the run because of, you know, female troubles they were having with their adjusting bodies. You know what I'm talking about, you know, like cramps and unwanted pregnancy, stuff like that. But still, you know, 12-minute run. What a big waste of time. And that'll do it for this week's show. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of the Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Oh, but I'm not going to